Welcome back to Lloyd's Everyday Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Lloyd's Everyday Podcast. Great to have you here. If you are listening to me for the first time, you might be saying, who's this Lloyd guy? Why is he talking to me? (laughs) I'm not sure how you found me, but I am an online English teacher, and my job is to help take your English to the next level. That's my kind of catchphrase there. Um, So I make YouTube videos, Facebook videos, and also I teach on Skype. I have group and also one-to-one classes as well on Skype. So what I usually do in the Skype classes, especially the group classes, is I prepare, not prefer, prepare a uh, news article for each class. And I try to find an interesting story, something we can have a discussion about. And I take the article from somewhere like BBC, New York Times, Washington Post, etc. So we can learn some new vocabulary, we can practice pronunciation, we can have an interesting discussion, and I can fix your uh, mistakes, grammar, etc., things like that. So I thought what we could do in today's podcast, and maybe we could do it in a future one as well, is I'm going to read a recent article that we looked at with my students, that I looked at with my students. This was from a few days ago, and the article was about the problem these days that we are facing, well, children are facing, <laughs> with... Uh, the overuse of technology and how it's affecting their ability to develop their handwriting skills. So I'm sure we are all well aware of this problem that kids uh, these days just from the age of uh, zero, basically, (laughs) they are um, over-consuming technology. It's kind of ironic because as I'm talking to you now, you are probably listening to me through your phone or something like that. But I think we can all agree that technology is very, very overused. And especially with kids, as they are developing, they are not using maybe the same things that you and I used when we were kids, maybe toys, building blocks, Lego, things like that. And a lot of teachers and even parents are noticing that their children are not being able to hold the pencil or the pen as strongly and tightly as they should be. And they're having problems developing their handwriting ability, which is a problem, according to this article. So what we're going to do is we're going to read this article, and then we're going to analyze some vocabulary from it. So why don't we take a look? All right, let's take a look at this article then. This is from The Guardian newspaper in the UK, a very popular newspaper in the United Kingdom. So I'm going to read this article in my best uh, news reading voice, I guess, and I will point out any specific vocabulary or things I think you need to notice. So let's take a look. Here's the headline first. Children struggle to hold pencils due to too much tech, doctors say. Remember, tech is short for technology, and the CH is not pronounced. It's not tech, tech. And here's the article. Children are not coming into school with the hand strength and dexterity they had 10 years ago, says Sally Payne, the head pediatric occupational therapist at the Heart of England Foundation NHS Trust. NHS is short for National Health Service in the UK. And another word here, dexterity. 
Okay? Dexterity is the ability to move your body uh, very flexibly, very easily. Specifically, usually we talk about your hand. If you have good dexterity, you can move your hand very flexibly, very easily, which is very important for handwriting, of course, right? But also dexterity can refer to your legs, your other body parts as well. Good dexterity. Children coming into school are being given a pencil, but are increasingly not being able to hold it because they don't have the fundamental movement skills, fundamental being the most important. To be able to grip a pencil and move it, you need strong control of the fine mu muscles in your fingers. Fine being the small one, the fine muscles. Just remember, muscles has a strange spelling, right? It looks like muscles, but muscles. Children need lots of opportunity to develop those skills. Payne, sa Payne said the nature... This is not going very well for my reading. <laughs> I need to practice my reading skills, apparently. Payne said the nature of play had changed. It's easier to give a child an iPad than encouraging them to do muscle-building play, such as building blocks, cutting, and sticking, or pulling toys and ropes. Because of this, they're not developing the underlying foundation skills they need to grip and hold a pencil. So as I said before we read this article, kids are using a lot of technology instead of using um, the traditional toys, right? Six-year-old Patrick has been having weekly sessions with an occupational therapist for six months to help him develop the necessary skill strength. Jeez. <laughs> Should I start again? No, I'm going to continue. Uh, in his index finger to hold a pencil in the correct tripod grip. Patrick's mother, Laura, blames herself. In retrospect, th that means looking back, thinking back, in retrospect, looking back, thinking about something again. In retrospect, I should have done that. It's a little bit of a formal word. Uh, but it's a, it's a good word to know. Retrospect. In retrospect. You always say, in retrospect. In retrospect, I think that I gave Patrick technology to play with, uh, but to the virtual exclusion of more traditional toys. So, in this case, virtual is not talking about uh, technology, actually. So, virtual has two meanings. It can be something about technology, like virtual reality. But it can also mean when something is completely Almost, sorry, almost completely something. So, in this case, the virtual exclusion of the more traditional toys. So, uh, this young boy, Patrick, in this case, he had some toys, some physical toys, but most of the time, uh, he was playing with just devices. So, he virtually all of the time, he was using uh, technology. Virtu there was a virtual exclusion, it's when something is removed, a virtual exclusion of the more traditional toys, if that makes sense. She continues, when he got to school, they contacted me with their concerns. He was gripping his pencil like cavemen held sticks. You can imagine that, right? Holding the way that you would hold a, uh, like a caveman would hold a, a, a stick is how Patrick was holding the pencil. Not the correct way, of course. He just couldn't hold it in any other way, and so couldn't learn to write because he couldn't move the pencil with any accuracy. The therapy sessions are helping a lot, and I'm really strict now at home with his access to technology, she said. I think the school caught the problem early enough for no lasting damage to have been done. So lasting damage is damage which stays for a long time, or maybe forever. But in this case, Patrick's mother luckily noticed his 
problem with the development of his writing skills early. So they caught, okay, you catch the problem. They caught the problem early to stop any lasting damage, any permanent damage. Melissa Prunty, a pediatric occupational therapist who specializes in handwriting difficulties in children, is concerned that increasing numbers of children may be developing handwriting late because of an overuse of technology, overuse, using something too much. Prunty said, one problem is that handwriting is very individual in how it develops in each child. We don't have we don't have the same handwriting. You know? Everybody has a unique handwriting. Said Prunty, the vice chair of the National Handwriting Association, who runs a research clinic at Brunel University, London, investigating key skills in childhood, including handwriting. She added, without research, the risk is that we make too many assumptions about why a child isn't able to write at the expected age and don't intervene when there is a technology-related cause. The word intervene, do you know what that means? That means you see a problem and you try to fix it. You enter the situation to try and fix the problem. So the example I think I told my students the other day was, if you saw your friend uh, was, or you noticed your friend was drinking, let's say, vodka every morning at 7 a.m., you noticed that they have a problem and you need to intervene. The noun form would be an intervention. You need to do an intervention. You need to intervene in that situation to... Uh, to try and fix the problem. In this case, uh, a lot of kids have this uh, problem with overuse of, overuse of technology and not developing their handwriting skills. So we, or maybe not me, but <laughs> teachers, parents need to intervene when they see that, when they notice that problem. Let's continue. But Bobby Clark, as child psychotherapist and founder of the Family Kids and Youth Research Agency, said even nursery schools were acutely aware of the problem that she said stemmed from excessive use of technology at home. All right, so let's look at a few things in this paragraph. Acutely aware. Acutely aware. So if you are aware, that means you know something, yes? You're aware of something. You know, yeah, I'm aware of that. I'm aware of the problem. If you're acutely aware, that means you are it's even stronger. You are very aware. You know exactly what the problem is. You are not in any denial. So the teachers in this case, they know, of course, they know that kids these days are using too much technology. So they are really trying to find ways to encourage children to uh, practice their handwriting, to practice their physical skills in the class these days. Since at home and out of the classroom, they are using too much technology. So the teachers are acutely aware of the problem. Another expression from that paragraph is stemmed from. Stemmed from. So let's break this one down. Uh, stem is the bottom of a plant, okay? The bottom part of a plant. So if something st stems from something, it means it comes from something. It's the cause. Similar expression is the root cause of something. So uh, underneath the plant, you have the root. And at the very bottom of the plant, you have the stem. So we always say stem from. So some, you say, where does this stem from? Where does your, could be positive or negative, I guess. I can say, where does your interest in music stem from? You say, oh, it stems from my father or my mother. They really encouraged me or inspired me to, to get uh, to like music. Or where does the 
where does the crime and this problem stem from? Oh, it stems, you could say, oh, it stems from economic inequality or historical factors, things like that. Cultural factors. So where does something stem from? And in this case, the problem of the uh, weakening skills of kids' handwriting stems from the excessive use of technology at home. Let's continue. She said, Bobby, <laughs> nice name, Bobby, speaking of toys, <laughs> she said, we go into a lot of schools and have never gone into one, even one, which has embraced teaching through technology, which isn't using pens alongside the tablets and iPads. She said, she said, even the nurseries we go into, nurseries is kind of similar to kindergarten in England. In, uh, even the nurseries we go into, which use technology, recognize that the education shouldn't only be focused on technology. Okay, so they're acutely aware of the problem. Although the early years curriculum has handwriting targets for every year, different primary schools focus on handwriting in different ways, with some using tablets alongside pencils. Clark said, Karen Bishop, an assistant director at the Royal College of Occupational Therapists, also admitted concerns. She said, it is undeniable that technology has changed the world where our children are growing up, she said. I think we can agree with that. Whilst, whilst, whilst there are many, so whilst means at the same time, or although, whilst there are many positive aspects to the use of technology, there is growing evidence on the impact of more sedentary lifestyles. Sedentary, do you know what that means? Sedentary is a lifestyle when you're not, it's the opposite of active. So not moving, sedentary lifestyles, and increasing virtual social interaction. In this case, virtual has the other meaning. Remember earlier, I said virtual, virtually can mean almost completely, but in this case, virtual is probably the word you're more familiar, familiar with. Virtual. Virtual social, inter social interaction. So interacting with each other virtually on devices, on computers, on phones, on tablets, on Facebook, <laughs> maybe. Not face-to-face, -face, virtual social interaction, as children spend more time indoors online and less time physically participating in active, active occupations, she said. I think I need to practice my reading. All right, that is the article. <laughs> that is today's article. I hope you enjoyed my reading of it, even though I made quite a few uh, mistakes there. A few slip-ups is a good... Uh, <laughs> A good word to use. Slip up is a synonym for mistake. Uh, I haven't really read an article out loud for quite a while, so hopefully next time I'll, I'll uh, speak a little bit more mm, fluently without too many mistakes. Anyway, it's an interesting idea, right? An interesting article. And I think something that is definitely a problem all over the world. So the fact that children are using technology too much not playing with uh, toys. I mean, if I think back to my childhood, for example, of course, we d I did have technology. I mean, you know, maybe PlayStation, uh, Nintendo, but we also um, had Lego and I had uh, Power Rangers, honestly. <laughs> to tell you the truth, I was a big Power Rangers fan. I used to play with them and other toys, things like that. And uh, writing a lot more. I mean, I didn't have a computer when I was a kid. Definitely not. No, I didn't type. I didn't, obviously, I didn't have a smartphone. You can tell me your own personal story as well in the comments. Um, so, yeah, I, I do worry, definitely, 
personally about kids these days in terms of the overuse of technology. Are they going to you know, fully develop their handwriting skills? But then on the other side, you could say, do they need to uh, develop their handwriting skills? If they can't write with their hands so well, is it really a big deal? Because, I mean, in my case, you can tell me your personal story. I don't really write very much by hand. I mean, 99.9% of the time, it's either on my laptop or on my phone. So it's an interesting one. I mean, of course, it would be sad if future generations lose the writing ability, handwriting skill. But at the same time, in today's world, is it really, is it really necessary? I'd love to hear your point of view, because I'm kind of torn on the issue. Of course, it's definitely kids are using technology too much, but uh, in terms of the handwriting, I mean, I think personally there's more pressing issues, right? So I would say the lack of social interaction, which is caused by this, is, is, a, is a more pressing, pressing means more important, more pressing issue. I, I was at the airport the other day. I'm in Philippines now, by the way. And uh, I was at the airport, and there was a family in front of me at the airport when I was at the gate waiting for my flight. And the mother, father, and son, little son, maybe two or very little, very little. The son was on his iPad, the mother was on her phone, father was on her phone. All of them were totally immersed, immersed, okay, in their device. Immersed is like when you are totally focused on something and you can't think about anything else. And I looked around, and I'm sure you've had the same um, situation. We see this everywhere, right? People are just glued to their devices, even if they're with their friends, even if they're with their family, and they're not talking to each other. And I personally think that's a bigger problem. So the kids not being able to develop these types of social skills, I do worry about the future for them. That's my personal opinion, and I'd love to hear what you have to say about issues highlighted in today's article. I hope you enjoyed listening and thank you so much for your time. If you have any ideas of future articles that I can talk about, uh, please send them to me. Let me know. Info at Englishwithlloyd.com. Have a fantastic day, everybody. And uh, maybe practice your writing as well. <laughs> talk to you soon, everybody. Adios.